This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Gosselin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is a Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network. back on my NFL career, I'll know without a doubt that I gave everything I had to help my teams walk away with a win. There were other players who were more talented, but there was no one who could out-prepare me. And because of that, I have no regrets. There's a scripture reading, 2 Timothy 4-7, I have fought the good fight and I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Well, I fought a good fight. I finished my football race. And after 18 years, it's time. God bless all of you, and God bless football. That, of course, was Peyton Manning at this week's news conference announcing his retirement, and it was a good one. And this, well, this is the Peyton Manning Hour, otherwise known as the first half of this week's Talk of Fame Network broadcast, and we hope it's a good one, too. We'll be talking to Manning's teammate, Senator Jeff Saturday, and one of his biographers, Bob Kravitz, of Indianapolis TV station WTHR, and Bob wrote an open letter to Peyton the other day. It was a good one as well. Uh, we'll also preview free agency as we sit down with former linebacker Ken Norton, now an assistant coach in Oakland, and Hall of Fame hopeful Simeon Rice, who Warren Sapp once said deserved to be in the hall before Michael Strahan. Honest, he really did. Should have said before himself. <laughs> You're right about that, Ron. As usual, we're going to hear. I thought why... it never crossed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Not many thoughts have. Um, Ron, you're going to tell us why Gino Capaletti belongs in the Hall of Fame too, and uh, I'm going to put you and Rick through another in a series of residential debates. And you know what? We're going to deal with yet another retirement, another one with this one. A little bit of a shocker, guys. When we talk Calvin Johnson of the Detroit Lions. But first, let's get to the man of the hour, and that's Peyton Manning. Rick, you're a league historian. Uh, now that his career's over, it's safe for you to say where he ranks in your quarterbacking hierarchy. So where does he? I've got him at number seven behind Unitas, Graham, Montana, Elway, Brady, and Staubach. Now, you're crossing different eras here, different brands of football. Brady and Manning played in an era when you couldn't hit the quarterback. He couldn't touch receivers, and the offensive lineman could hold. So their numbers are inflated for passes of past errors. But you can't judge this position anymore just on stats. You have to trust your eyes, and that's what my eyes have told me. Yeah, I'm with you, Goose, on that. I, now, listen, I, I read a column in the New York Post the other day, and listen, I, I don't mean to single that paper out, so of course I will. And it had a headline proclaiming Manning as, quote, the greatest quarterback ever. Goose, please, if you can, give us some perspective here. McClark, is that the first sensational headline you've ever read in the Post? It is, absolutely. Okay, okay. just <laughs> consider the source. You know, Despite all of his gaudy stats, it's debatable whether Manning is the greatest passer ever, much less the greatest quarterback. Just to be in anyone's top ten is a monumental achievement, and there will be three or four or five different quarterbacks sitting at the top of various people's list. There will always be a debate, but never a resolution. 
Clark, did he say Roger Staubach? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> now, if he had said friend of the show, Roger Staubach, I would have said, no, all right, absolutely, but not yet a friend of the show. Look, that, I had, that, Tom, that I had Tom Brady on there too, Ron. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, look, that headline's typical hyperbole of the day. You know, I mean, what, New York Post or wait a minute, you yeah, can't be purple. You know, I mean, if you listen to people the last few days, Donald Trump's the worst racist candidate of all time. Hey, people, did you ever hear of George Corley Wallace? I mean, you know, <laughs> what the hell are they talking? Who? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I don't anymore. see him on ESPN. Yeah, he's not. On ESPN. No, they got no. They don't have enough video. You know, right. nothing is is simply good or bad anymore. It's either the right. best or it's right. the worst. He was the greatest quarterback. He was the worst quarterback. Uh, you know, it's just uh, you just be happy to have the guy on your team. And, yeah. and all those guys that Goose mentions as well, you know, uh, you know, my list is a little bit different than his, but similar, you know. I mean, uh, United Elway, Sammy Baugh, Montana, uh, Brady, Otto Graham, uh, Staubach, and then, you know, you put them in a mix, you know, Staubach, Elway, Marino. Right. Uh, if you say I'm stuck with one of them, I like my chances. Noticeably absent, Ken Stabler. Oh, <laughs> well, ouch, I'll take, ouch. You know ooh. what? Good point. I'll take the snake in any game, especially with two minutes to go. <laughs> well, you know, a cocktail <laughs> placed yeah. out at the end of the hall. I, I agree with you, Ron, and <laughs> what you said earlier, because that, listen, one of my favorite books is Edith Wharton's Age of Innocence. We actually live in an age of hyperbole, and you're right. Oh, it's either the God. best or the worst or whatever. Um, I'm not going to talk about hyperbole here, but I do want to talk about memorable games um, because we always talk about them with players. <laughs> especially with quarterbacks. And uh, I'll let our listeners in on a little inside secret. I told Ron, Ron and Rick uh, I'd ask for their five most memorable Manning moments today, and so I will. And, uh, Goose, I, I guess I'll start with you because, uh, Ron, you won the coin toss, and like your favorite coach, you opted to defer. So, Goose, <laughs> you're going first. Yeah, start five with two, best Manning games. Start with the 2006 AFC title game when he finally beat Tom Brady in a big game. Then go to the 2003 game at Tampa when Manning rallied the Colts from a 21-point deficit in the final four minutes of regulation for an overtime victory in Tony Dungy's first game back to Tampa. Next, the 2003 AFC semifinal game in Kansas City. Colts won 38-31. Game had no punts, just some great quarterbacking. Then his first Super Bowl victory in 2006 when Manning was named the game MVP. And finally, the 2013 season opener at Baltimore when Manning passed for 462 yards and seven touchdowns for his best game as a Bronco. Well, for me, I would start with the 2013 AFC Championship game when he also beat New England. He completed 75% of his throws for 400 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, they won uh, you know, pretty convincingly. Uh, then there's a 2004 playoff game against Denver, which you guys remember. He was 22 for 26. He threw for five touchdown passes and 377 yards. Uh, and then there was a regular season game in 03 against New Orleans uh, when he went 20 for 28. That's 80 percent, according to my math. Six touchdowns, uh, and his quarterback rating was a perfect 153.3, just like Clark's host ratings. Uh, you know, and, and then there was a game his rookie year. It was a game he didn't win, uh, but the Colts went back to Baltimore. It was the first time the Colts had gone back. There was tremendous hype around the game. They did lose 38-31, but he threw for 357 yards and three touchdowns and completed 65% of his throws as the people were screaming at him the whole game. And he talked about it in his retirement thing. He said, you know, what I do, I just showed up. And the last one for me was uh, a game uh, against the Patriots in November of 2009, nationally televised game. You guys will remember it. Uh, the Colts are down 24-7. Uh, to 7. They end up winning 35-34. That's the famous game where Bill Belichick toast to go for it on fourth down on his own 28-yard line yeah, right. with 2 to go rather than punt the ball to Manning. I guess because he figured, 
Well, if he goes 80 yards for a touchdown, that's a ton more yard. If he just goes 28 yards, we won't look too, too bad. <laughs> and, 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 you know, they were in, in the end zone in a hurry and, and won the game. They, they scored the last three times they, uh, they had the ball. Where was that, Ron? Was that fourth and one, fourth and two, something like that? Fourth and uh, – it was fourth and one. Yeah, uh, with, right. uh, On his own 28-yard yeah, line. Came yeah, close well, to making it, but didn't. I think uh, my five most memorable Manning games are uh, any five losses to Tom Brady. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> My list mirrors Goose, uh, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, I remember the first time I saw him, and it was his rookie year when he went to San Francisco in 1998 and threw for three touchdowns and actually put up his first 100 passing passer rating of his career. It was 117.5, and it was a game he could have and really should have won. Uh, <laughs> Had some blind officials not shown up and gotten in the way. But uh, even though he lost, the score was 34-31. I just remember what people on both sides of that ball said that day. And that was, you know what? That guy's going to be pretty good. And you know what? He was. Um, so one other question for you guys. You know, Jim Mercer and John Elway both said Peyton Manning revolutionized. They used that word, revolutionized the quarterback position. I'm not really sure what they were talking about. So, Goose, I'll start with you. Um, what do you think they meant, and, and how did he revolutionize that position? Well, possibly reinvented the position because he's the one guy who had the freedom to call plays at the line of scrimmage. He did a lot of the stuff that the quarterbacks in the 50s and 60s did. You know, nowadays, quarterbacks are so programmed. You know, they're, they're robotic. They get to play from uh, the sideline. They, they have an option to go the other way or, or run. But by and large, they're doing what they're told. This was Manning. This was Manning's offense. He, he he had the freedom to move in and out of plays, and I think that's what uh, separates him from a lot of the guys in today's football. Ronnie, well, I think again, this is another bit of hyperbole. You know, look, we've all been watching football, uh, the three of us since the dawn of mankind. It's not that much different than it. I mean, it's different, but come on, it, you know, <laughs> it's it's not like you know. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trotsky and those guys marching through the streets in Moscow. I mean, look, he he's a good player, you know, <laughs> and he was and well prepared and all that. But you know what? Johnny Unitas called his plays too, and he did pretty good with no help from the sidelines. So exactly. Uh, hey, I'm gonna make this quick. Also, uh, hey Goose, when Manny goes to the hall, who do you think presents him? Without question, his dad. I think Peyton Ronnie? believes his father yeah. belongs up there with him. Yeah. Ronnie, Archie, Archie. For okay. Sure. Okay, we're gonna stop right there. When we return, we'll talk with Bob Kravitz who covered Peyton Manning for years in Indianapolis, and give us insight to what made him as good to cover as he was to watch. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Motel 6 has the message our nation is seeking. Motel 6 is a great choice for travelers. With the highest standards. A clean, comfortable room with everything you need and nothing you don't. Fiscally responsible. Lowest price of any national chain. Dedicated. We'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Right on travel. Right for America. I'm Tom Bodette, and, um, yeah, I approve this message. Book online at motel6.com. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3 ever. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra-long, but still two-for-five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new Extra Long Fish Sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation dairy. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. Well, speaking of calling, Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the gross. Go and the grow. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, go to grasshopper.com. And we're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our first guest is Bob Kravitz. He's been on here before. He's a longtime sports voice and an authority in Indianapolis. And he was first with the Indy Star and now with WTHR Television. Bob, of course, covered Peyton Manning for 12 years with the Colts and knows him as well as any reporter. He saw the highs, the lows, all of them of Peyton's career. And he documented every one of them every step of the way. On the eve of Peyton's retirement, Bob wrote an open letter to Peyton Manning. And we've asked him here to talk not only about that letter, but Peyton Manning's legacy. Bob, thanks for joining us. Oh, my, my pleasure, gentlemen. Hey, Bob, but apparently, Peyton apparently has a history of letter writing. Can you provide us the background on why you decided to pen an open letter to him? Well, you know, we knew that this was coming for about two, three weeks, or we, we believed it was coming. And I got to thinking, how can I do this? And I started thinking, you know what? When uh, other players, usually star players, retire, Peyton will literally take pen to paper and write them a, a thank you letter for what they've given to the game and what they've accomplished. And I thought, well, who's going to write Peyton a letter? Might as well be me, right? So 
I'm sure he treasures it dearly, but you know, <laughs> I figured I would do it, and uh, and uh, I was really actually kind of happy with the way it came out. Uh, you wrote in that letter that uh, uh, Peyton was the most impactful athlete and civic uh, citizen ever to pass through these parts. Could you expand on that a little bit, uh, Bob, just for for our listeners, let them know how, how why you felt that way? Sure. You know, I mean, people need to understand this is not Boston where you have Bobby Orr and Bill Russell and Larry Bird and, and, and uh, Ted Williams. You know, this is uh, not that kind of city yet. And, you know, Reggie Miller had a big impact here. And Tamika Catching the, uh, from the uh, women's basketball team, the Fever, has had a huge impact here on and off court. Nobody, nobody comes close to uh, what Peyton Manning did here in Indianapolis and all of central Indiana, both on and off the field. I mean, for everything you hear about in terms of his philanthropy, there's, you know, 500 instances where he's done things that nobody knew about. We're speaking with Bob Kravitz of WTHR in Indianapolis, where it just so happens that Bob is one of the most impactful writers to pass through those parts. And Bob is someone who watched Peyton Manning for 12 years every day. Can you define his legacy for us? Yeah, I, I think his legacy is, you know, he taught and he talked about it a little bit yesterday. His reverence and, and complete love for the game. You know, I mean, he he was born into football royalty, but he never but he now he never stopped appreciating the history of the game and understanding his place in the game. And so, I mean, that's the thing that came across. To me, more than anything else, you know, besides the, the humor and things like that, I just thought that his reverence uh, for the game really shone through, and that's, I think, his legacy, aside from, obviously, all the uh, all the records he owns, virtually everyone that a quarterback has ever had, and, of course, the two Super Bowls. Bob, I'm going to assume that the highest of highs for Peyton was that victory over the Patriots in the 2006 AFC title game and, of course, the ensuing Super Bowl victory. But as far as you could tell, what was the lowest point, the lowest of lows, and how did he handle it? Well, obviously, you know, I think the lowest of lows was, you know, this year in Denver where, you know, they would say, all right, Peyton, you go out to the bubble and you practice with a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, minor players and a couple of trainers, and you do that. I'll tell you what, he had a period here before all the next surgeries where he was getting intercepted on it in an incredibly – at an, at an incredibly uh, high rate. And it's funny, he came out of that and probably won about seven games in a row. He just grinds, man. He just he works his way through everything. I've just never seen anybody who prepares quite like this guy, and not just in terms of football. He prepares for everything. I mean, I asked him once, do you ever worry about getting laryngitis today of a game? <laughs> and he had this old plan with teas and you know lozenges and everything else so that he would never lose his voice i'm like who in god's name thinks of that <laughs> ron borges does yeah yeah exactly it would take well, a right, right now yeah no doubt <laughs> hey bob tell, tell us about the autograph story you talk about sitting in a golf cart painting on and talking about autographs tell us that story yeah we're out at the uh, training camp and uh you know we it was supposed to be 15 minutes turning into 45 and we talked about autographs and how they, how important they were to Peyton when he was a little guy. 
and how he treasured them. And he talked about how important it was to write your name legibly. And again, I'm thinking, where does this come from? It comes from his father, who said, you know what? If somebody takes the time to ask for your autograph, give them something that's readable. Don't give them the usual chicken scratch. And, you know, again, that's just like an attention to detail that you wouldn't really think most people would would bother with. And yet, to him, it was very important for people to get his autograph and know whose autograph it was. Well, he's right about that. How many times do you look and say, who the hell was that? Was that my Aunt Louise who signed this thing? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, was his departure from Indianapolis more difficult for the city uh, or for Peyton himself? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, you know, clearly it hurt him to his very, you know, soul to be let go by, by the cold. But I think it's probably tougher. I mean, if I have to pick, it's probably tougher for Peyton. You know, the city definitely mourned his his leaving, but they also understood there was a hell of a quarterback waiting in the wings and Andrew Luck to the draft first the next year. So I think they had they had a sense that things were going to continue to be great. Uh, although again, the city really took it hard. I think it's harder on Peyton because that's just such a blow to your ego. Uh, even if you understand kind of the perfect storm of circumstances that conspired to create that situation. Hey, Bob, I, and we're speaking with Bob Kravitz of WTHR in Indianapolis. Quick question and, and logical question here. How much did the competition with Brady, Tom Brady, define Peyton? I think a lot. You know, it, it was funny at his, uh, at his news conference yesterday. He said, you know what, I'm even going to miss the New England fans, and I'm sure that New England fans are going to miss me. And, you know, I, I think, you know, it was funny. I was here when he was struggling. As much as Andrew Luck has struggled against Belichick in those defenses, and I think it was important to him to measure up to Tom Brady in many ways and to be Tom Brady. I think they have a great relationship, very personal relationship. But, you know, they're both manly competitors, and I think it was important to Peyton to uh, have been able to get over on the Patriots and Tom Brady. Hey, Bob, uh, thanks for joining us again, and I trust we're going to see you at Peyton's Enshrinement in Canton years from now. That's entirely possible. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Bob, Thank you. That was Bob Kravitz. Up next, another guy who knows plenty about Peyton Manning, his former center, Jeff Saturday. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. The kitchen, that's home. I don't know, that's like my grandma cooked, my mom cooked. I cook. Chocolate bread pudding and souffles and banana bread. I make a lot of banana bread because the baby likes bananas. So we always have bananas in the house. <laughs> home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Control, do you like mortgages? Negative. Over. Do you like rockets? Of 
Affirmative. Over. Do you like Rocket Mortgages? I'm listening. Over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon. Do you freak out every time you break out? Try Proactive. There's a huge reason Proactive is the number one acne treatment. It totally works. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Yes, our first guest is directly responsible for the success of Peyton Manning. Madden, Manning couldn't do anything at quarterback without the football in his hands, and Jeff Saturday put it in his hands. Saturday was Manning's center for 12 seasons at Indianapolis, giving him a front row seat to some of the greatest feats ever by an NFL passer. Jeff has helped keep Manning upright, serving as the point man on a blocking front that allowed Manning to be sacked only 17 times per season as a Colt. Jeff was rewarded for his play with six Pro Bowl invites, and now he's here today with us. Jeff Saturday, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Jeff, we had Marvin Harrison on the show last week, and he said he'd be surprised if Peyton retired. Did Peyton's retirement surprise you? No, I mean, I, yeah, I had uh, I had an inclination that that was kind of the direction it was going to head. I mean, you know, you never know for sure. Obviously, he sat back and took his time and evaluated and, and ultimately made the decision. But I probably would have been more surprised had he come back and played. But again, you know, I, I, I felt like just watching the way the season played out, just kind of the battle with his body and and, and um, you know, all the things that he went through, the adversity he went through through the season. Yeah, I, I just felt like it was probably leaning one way uh, more towards retirement than going back another year. You arrived in, in uh, 1999, which was Peyton's second season in Indy, uh, a year after he led the NFL in interceptions with a career-worst 28. How soon did you realize that this guy was not some guy who was going to throw a lot of picks, but a guy who was a special quarterback? Well, I think you knew. I, mean, I think even when he threw all those interceptions, people knew he had the ability to be special. I, I think when I got there, I was fortunate because right away I saw the team that was three and thirteen go to thirteen and three, and so you know I began to see an entire team blossom. You know, Bill Polian had been there a couple of years. Now Tom Moore and Howard Mudd, the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, had been there a couple of years. So you began to see kind of of uh, uh, you know what they had, had planted began to kind of grow. We're with former Pro Bowl center Jeff Saturday. And, Jeff, we know what Peyton Manning was like on the field. What was he like in the huddle? Uh, he was uh, he was a ton, you know he, he was an intense guy. I mean, he, he was ready to, to make it happen. He was always very matter-of-fact in the huddle. Um, 
you know, he, he the way that he he'd ask guys questions throughout the game. You know, hey, what's it look like over here? Or, you know, can you get this block on this guy? Can you seal this guy down? You know, Marv, can you get open? Reg, what do you have? So um, he, he had that side of him. And then he had a real playful side where, you know, it, when we'd be waiting for TV, TV timeouts, you know, he'd joke around and laugh. And, and uh, you know, he, he was very lighthearted. So he kind of had both of those roles. He, he was one of those guys that, that um, you know, he could flip it on and off. If, if there was a break or if we were waiting for a, a play to be reviewed, he could be pretty relaxed, and then uh, when it was time to put that switch to be intense, he could put that side on as well. Jeff, how much of Peyton's pre-snap theatrics were for show, and how much were actually play-related? And secondly, <laughs> did you ever get tired of hearing the word Omaha? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, probably uh, probably 70% or so was uh, was all for show. Uh, you, you know, you, you, it was camouflage or kind of theatrics. And then the other 30 or so percent were, were legitimate, uh, audibles or changes. And, um, you know, our offense got to the point though, where we were, we, we would call it at the line. And so we would get up there and, and it may be real, but it was, it wasn't an audible. It was just the, the best play for that defense. And we knew kind of going in what that was going to be. Um, and so, you, you know, we had all kinds of calls and we changed them quite often and we would disregard things and uh, to try to trick defenses when they thought they had our calls down and all those those types of games that you'd play, you know, kind of the gamesmanship within the game. And that was always a fun part because you, you felt like you were competing with the, the Mike linebacker or the defensive tackles who were trying to steal signals or calls. Uh, as far as Omaha, you know, Omaha for us wasn't the same as it was uh, for the for the Broncos, it, so we didn't use it nearly as much. For us, it was an opposite call. Um, for them, it was more of a staple of their offense. So I was kind of like everybody else. You know, I kept hearing the Omaha just kind of laughing at, uh, you know, who who they were pointing out and who they were doing those things to. And so uh, the, the the comedy of it is those calls could mean a bunch of different things, and it really could change just depending on uh, who you were playing and, and what you had for that week. You know, there are yeah, already so many memorable games, uh, Jeff. You know, the comeback against Tampa in 03, the, obviously the 06 AFC title game against the Patriots, two Super Bowls. You were with them through all those ones in Indy. What game most stands out for you? Oh, man, what game? That, that's a hard question. I, there were some great – probably for me, I would say that the AFC championship game in, uh, in the RCA Dome. You know, when we – finally beat the Patriots in the AFC championship and then went on to, to win the Super Bowl the next week. That, that championship game was pretty special. And, uh, you know, not necessarily for the way any one individual played, but because we were down so many and to come back and to, to watch our team, ne- you know, never buckle. And, and, and we had been forged. You know, we had a, we had a tough season that year. Um, you know, our defense had given up a bunch of yards, rushing yards late in the year. Our offense wasn't running it very well. When we got to the playoffs, we started running it and stopping the run, and and uh, we were a completely different style of team. And, and, in fact, in the Super Bowl, I think we rushed for almost 200 yards rushing. So uh, that game, that AFC championship game, was so special because we did overcome so much. And, and, it, and it's always – you know, it always gives you greater – uh, joy when, when you kind of fought the tough fight and it hadn't been just something given to you. And, and to know that you beat the best team, um, you know, that you had played for, for many years, kind of your nemesis, that, that, that's, uh, that's one that you put in your hat and, and, and you enjoy it, you savor it. 
We're speaking with former Pro Bowl center Jeff Saturday on the Talk of Fame Network. And Jeff, of course, is only a longtime teammate of Peyton Manning's, but a very good friend of Peyton Manning's. And Jeff, I want to ask you if you could pick one film clip, just one play to show on the Jumbotron at Manning's Hall of Fame induction, what play would it be? <laughs> That's an impossible. I'm glad I don't have that, <laughs> that job. <laughs> he had so many. You know, I mean, um, so many special plays and, and – uh, so many big moments that, that to try to sum him down. Uh, and, and, and to be honest, that's kind of why I appreciated his speech so much is that, that you know, he talked about, listen, you know, and, and this is exactly the way we all feel is that it's really not about the game. It's not really about the, the, the you know, those moments that people, you know, hold on to. It's about the relationships of the guys you're doing it with. And, and that's the reality. And, and that's what I think he captured within his speech that so many players can relate to because that's the truth. The truth is plays that I remember that were great plays for myself, there was always someone else involved, you know, a guard beside me or a tackle knocking a guy down or, um, you know, us putting somebody on their back and us laughing about it as we got up when, when, when the running back runs past us. And I don't think it's any different for him. You know, it, it would be, um, you, you know, checking to the right run play so it was the, for the best betterment of the team or for – you know, one of those out routes to, to, to Marv or a deep ball to Reggie or, you know, Dallas with a little option route. I mean, there's so many different things that you could go to. I don't think you could ever just put one. Yeah, I just think there's so many good ones, and, and they're so relationally tied. That's what makes them special. Hey, Jeff, I, I believe you went to the press conference. Why why was it important for you to be there? Oh, man. You know, listen, he, he's uh, – not only was he a, a, a good teammate and, and he's a great friend, and, and I wanted to support him and uh, and be there. And, um, you know, 18 years of doing anything is, is, a, uh, is, a, is a big deal. And when you, when you walk away from it, it's, it's a tough day. Even if it's the right choice, it's a tough day. And it was fun to be there. And, and you know, mine was kind of a dual role. I was working for ESPN at the same time. Um, so I, I, yeah, I could check two boxes. So, you know, I, I started making fun of them when I was flying out there saying, Hey, I gotta get it. I gotta get a quick drop. You know, I need something for something big for TV. Just last <laughs> year, we always laugh about that, about the, the relationship between media. And, uh, and I think he even made a comment about Bill Poley and myself and Brandon Stokely, some of his closest buddies. And, uh, that, that we're all in the media now. So it's tough to even have a real conversation. So it was fun. We had, we had a good time with it. And uh, so it was a pleasure to be out there. Hey, Jeff, this was fun, and this was a pleasure. Thanks for the time, and thanks for the memories. Appreciate it. Have a great Thanks, one. Jeff. Thanks, thanks Jeff. Jeff. That was former Indianapolis Center Jeff Saturday. When we return, you'll hear why former Patriot Gino Capaletti belongs in the Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. This is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank hearing pitches from small businesses. Now there is a new way for small businesses to get a loan in minutes. It's called Cabbage. That's Cabbage with a K. Just fill out the application online. You'll get an instant decision and could have access to a line of credit of up to $100,000. No waiting, no hassle. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and is a Forbes Top 100 company. Go to cabbage.com, that's cabbage with a K, K K-A-B-B-A-G-E, or call 888-CABBAGE. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm. 
and bright and yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number just for your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for Ron's favorite diagnosis. Ron, what is it? That would be the free diagnosis, Clark. That's right. The free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We pointed out in this hour, it was a good week to be Peyton Manning. A lot of nice things and well-deserved things were said about him. Except it wasn't such a good week. Goose to be D'Angelo Williams. What in the world was he doing knocking Peyton Manning on the day that Peyton Manning retired? Well, Clark, we like it when athletes speak their mind, but we don't always like hearing what they have to say. There's a time and place for everything, and this week was not the time for D'Angelo Williams. Big difference between those two things. You're right, Goose. Wow, terrible. assumes Uh, there's anything in their mind, which is sometimes... Well, that's right. Uh, Anyway, D'Angelo, here's hoping you're not treated as cruelly when you go, which uh, could be soon. Anyway, enough of D'Angelo Williams. Uh, Ron, when Peyton Manning retired, he said New England fans would miss him because the Patriots won a lot of games at his expense. And he's right. He was 6-13 and against them, but, of course, he was joking. You, however... We're not when you push former New England star Gino Capaletti for the hall on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, this week. You want to tell us why? Sure. Well, uh, you know, he's another AFL guy who got chewed up by the, the, the system in the early days, I think, of, uh, after the merger. Uh, if nothing else, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, however, the voters are consistent. This year, they rejected the candidacy of the NFL's all-time leading scorer, Morton Anderson. And for the past 40 years, they've done the same thing to the AFL's all-time leading scorer. Gino Capaletti. Now, the knock on Anderson is that he's only, he was only a place kicker as a job looked upon by some as a part-time job. No coach who ever tried to survive for long with an unreliable kicker would support that notion, uh, but not even that question applies to Gino Capaletti. 
He was a record-setting AFL wide receiver, as well as the league leading scorer five times and its most valuable player once in 1964 when he scored an AFL record 155 points. Of that total, 54 came on nine touchdown receptions, which meant that Geno scored on nearly 25% of the passes he caught that season. Playing in a 14-game season, he hauled in 37 receptions for nine scores, averaging 18.7 yards a catch, and those are big numbers uh, in 1964. And he would have done more, guys, if they asked him, because he began his AFL career in 1960 as a defensive back who intercepted three passes from our friend Tom Flores in one game before being told by uh, the Patriots head coach Lou Saban that if he wanted to make the team the next year, he better switch to offense. That he did. And over the next nine years, he caught 292 passes, good for 4,589 yards and 42 touchdowns, while also leading the league in scoring in 1961 in 63, 64, 65, and 66. He's one of only three players to play in every AFL game during its 10-year existence, joining Pro Football Hall of Famers Jim Otto and George Blanda. In addition to being the AFL's all-time leading scorer and a five-time uh, AFL All-Star, he also ranks in the league's all-time top 10 in both receiving and receiving yards. Despite those numbers, Capillary, uh didn't have a slow start. He had no start. He went undrafted in 1955 after being a quarterback at the University of Minnesota. He played semi-pro football for the Sarnia Golden Bears, the same place where our Goose Gosselin once did pirouettes on ice skates. <laughs> Sir. Uh, at the Ontario, he played for the Ontario Rugby Football League in 55 and again in 56 for Clark's favorite team, the Toronto Bombay Beach Beachers. Love them. After going to the Army, he came out and finally in 1960 made his way into the NFL as a 26-year-old rookie. He scored the first points in AFL history, a 35-yard field goal on September 9, 1960 and a loss to the Broncos. Thus began a cascade of points during a career that ended when he retired following the 1970 season, the first in the newly made, with the newly merged NFL. Uh, when we ran a poll to select the most deserving AFL player not in the Hall of Fame, who won it, Clark? The Beachers. <laughs> Gino Capaletti on the beach. Maybe one day the voters in Canton will take note of that. Hey, Ron, better kicker or better receiver? Uh, probably a better kicker because some people tell me he was one of the most reliable kickers of his time. Uh, but he was a legitimate first-string uh, wide receiver for a long period of time. Very versatile player. Go Beachers! Hey, Ron, that's the signal of our first hour. <laughs> it's sort of like Peyton Manning's career. You know, it's coming to a close. So we're going to the two-minute drill where this week, Ron, you're going to ask the questions, and our producer, Derek Burns. Derek, you're going to bark, Omaha! Omaha! Make sure we stay on track. Let's hear it, Derek. Omaha! Okay, <laughs> let's go, Ron. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Brock Osweiler, big star. Big gamble or big mistake? More like a big question mark. He's not Elway. He's not Manning. So what is he? Big money. <laughs> RG3 is now RG free. So what's his value? It's no longer the three first round draft picks and a second the Redskins paid to get him. Talk to Jerry Jones. He'll convince himself that RG3 is RG for me. What's that whistle? <laughs> he blew you up. Uh, the Jaguars up. have a ton of money to spend on the cap. They already gave a bunch of it to Malik Jackson. How should they invest the rest of it, Goose? In a 401k, they'll get a better return in their investment than in free agency. Rent the stadium in St. Louis. Vaughn Miller says Cleveland didn't give Johnny Football enough support. Was he talking about a better offensive line or armed guards at the local liquor store? All of the above, plus a designated driver. Neither. Talking 1-800-BABYSITTERS. Who would you rather travel with, DeMarco Murray, D'Amico Ryans, or DeMarco Polo? DeMarco Polo, he shows you the world. All DeMarco Murray has shown us is Dallas, Philadelphia, and Nashville. 
to Marquis de Sade. Ouch. <laughs> Are the Eagles making the same mistake ridding themselves of all things Chip Kelly that Kelly made ridding himself of all things Andy Reid? The mistake was ridding themselves of Andy Reid. Everything after that has been a domino. Agreed. One Andy Reid equals five Chip Kellys. Should the Jets retain the Amish rifle or take aim elsewhere? Stick with Fitzpatrick, the best rifleman since Chuck Connors. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Geno Smith is their only other option, Ron. So, ready? Aim. Ronk tweeted uh, this week that the Patriots picking up his $10 million option equals a pay cut for the next four years. Storm brewing, brewing over his now average of only $8.6 million a year through 2019. Public sympathy mistake number one. Millionaires should not complain about their millions. No. He can still make the big bucks, Ron, on grinding with the stars. D'Angelo Williams says he stands by his tweet that Peyton Manning was garbage in 2015. Is Twitter the worst thing to ever happen to mankind? That tweet button may as well be labeled self-destruct. Nope. Donald Trump is. Lovey Smith just became Illinois' third head football coach in seven months. How long before he breaks his six-year deal and returns to the NFL? Why would he ever want to leave? He gets to go to East Lansing every other year. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. I give him at least seven months. That's the end of our first hour, but don't go anywhere. We have Oakland assistant Ken Norton and Hall of Fame hopeful Simeon Rice, both free agent success stories, with us in the next hour as we talk. What else? Free agency before moving on to Calvin Megatron Johnson. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra long, but still two for five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, uh, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. I've always had the dream my whole life I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the, the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. QL1, this is Control. Does Rocket Mortgage require me to come in and speak with someone? Negative Control. With Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, you can go through the entire mortgage process on your own and completely online. Copy that, QL1, but if I wanted to speak to someone, do you think they're out there? They're out there, all right. Their award-winning client service is beyond anything I've ever experienced. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS consumer access.org number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. 
The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number, or just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. We want to welcome you back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. We'll be sitting down shortly with the Raiders' Ken Norton, former Tampa Bay slash Arizona star, pass rusher Simeon Rice. But first, it's another in our super residential debates. I said residential debates with Rick and Ron. They're going from town halls to town brawls this week. And this week's subject is the NFL's annual gold rush, otherwise known as free agency. And there's nothing free about it. Gentlemen, you know the debate rules by now. So let me just give you a quick rundown. Each of you has 45 seconds to respond to the question. Then 30 seconds to challenge and another 20 seconds to close. Derek Burns, our producer, is going to be on the clock again. And remember, as I just found out in the two-minute drill, he's the quick whistle. So when you hear this sound, yeah, pull a Peyton Manning and stop what you're doing. Got it? That's it. Stop what you're doing. So let's go. Goose, you're first up. A year ago, the Eagles paid top dollar for free agent running back to Marco Murray. You're DeMarco Murray of the Dallas Cowboys. But now, well, now they trade him to Tennessee. So what lesson does that tell us about free agency? And in a broader sense, what does the Eagles purge of Murray, Byron Maxwell, and Kiko Alonso tell us about Chip Kelly? This is a problem about the new breed of NFL owners. They do not have an organizational philosophy. Their philosophy is whatever the philosophy of their next head coach is. So every time you fire a coach, you hire new coaches, new players, new systems. There's no continuity like there is in Baltimore and Green Bay where they have GMs with stronger voices. Jeff Lurie gave Chip Kelly all the power despite having no skins on a wall. It didn't work, so he starts over. You erase all the past mistakes and start creating new ones with the hiring of a new staff, new players, and new systems. Murray, Maxwell, and Alonzo have now been erased. Ronnie? Well, you know, uh, one man's treasure is another guy's trash, or vice versa. Uh, you know, Kelly made the fatal mistake. Uh, you don't believe your predecessor got fired because he couldn't do any. I mean, you believe that he got fired because he couldn't do anything right. And you don't believe that anybody else can do anything right. So what do you do? You get rid of all his guys. You bring in, quote, unquote, your guys. And you forget the most important thing in life, which is when you're paying them, his guys become your guys if you do it right. And that, to me, is an, an owner's responsibility to make sure that this new guy is not going to come in here and tear up the entire peat patch so that when fall comes, we got no peas. <laughs> Rick, 20 seconds to close. That's what's going to happen. Uh, Jeff Louie brings in um, Doug Peterson, and now Peterson brings in all his – and we get the same. It's a repetitious it's, – it's a downward cycle with this repetition. Well, speaking of downward cycles, Goose, we're going to Ron Borges next. <laughs> Ronnie? <laughs> Thank you very much. Jeez, <laughs> you're welcome. I thought we were friends. What a mistake I made. <laughs> what? In your estimation – Who's the top free agent in this year's class, and whom would you avoid at all costs? Well, the top is easy because anybody named Olivier is, is I'm for him. Olivier <laughs> Vernon. I would call him Oliver Vernon, but Olivier <laughs> Vernon. Uh, look, he's got loads upside. He's durable. He's young. He's in the second contract, which is usually the safe one, not the third contract, which is where you start losing money. Uh, he had seven and a half sacks last year and a, and a remarkable 36 quarterback hits and 18 tackles for a loss. I mean, that's production. From a, from a young player, young player on the rise. Those are the guys you want to pay, not the guy in the third contract who's fading out into the uh, ionosphere, like the business of journalism. So uh, that's my guy. Uh, the worst guy is, is hard to know, but you can bet it'll be a quarterback 
or a, or a uh, wide receiver, because that's what it always is. Goose, 30 seconds to challenge. Well, if I'm a championship contender, I take a look at Eric Weddle. He's only 31. Rodney Harrison left San Diego at the age of 31 to sign with Ron's Patriots, where he went on to play for six more years and win two Super Bowls. Harrison was selected to both the New England and San Diego 50th anniversary teams. I think Weddle can have a Harrison-type impact on a contending team. What I avoid is any skilled player. Mike Wallace, DeMarco Murray, give those guys money, and you'll be disappointed. Ron, 20 seconds to close. It cannot be Eric Weddle, and here's why. If you're stupid enough to want to leave San Diego. Oh, Clark. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, you know you can't think. And with that beard, what is he What is he uh, campaigning for? Become the Amish destroyer? Got to shave to play on my squad, so not my choice. Hey, Ron, Olivia, he's great on film too, right? I, uh, yeah, and his brother Lawrence. Yeah, there you go. Hey, um, the debate now rages over the greatest free agent ever. Some say it's Reggie White. Some say Drew Brees. Other goes for Deion Sanders. Rick Goslin, who is your choice and why? No-brainer, Drew Brees. The Packers won Super Bowls before Reggie White. The Cowboys won Super Bowls before Deion Sanders, but the Saints never won a Super Bowl before Drew Brees. White and Sanders were Pro Bowl players before they jumped to the Packers and Cowboys. Breeze developed into both a Pro Bowler and a league MVP with the Saints. There have been eight 5,000-yard passing seasons in NFL history, and Breeze has four of them all with the Saints. Very few players, free agent or not, have had the impact Breeze has had on the game in the last 10 years. Ron, 30 seconds to challenge. Green Bay won Super Bowls before Reggie White, all right. And who was the president then? Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, it's, it was Reggie White because it was not only that he was a great player that changed their franchise on the field. He changed the perception of Green Bay amongst other players off the field. Now it was okay to go there. And that helped him uh, along the way, and it continues to help him to this day. So I think it was a very impactful sign. Goose, 20 Ron, seconds to close. You don't like Tom Brady. You don't like quarterbacks. Don't take it out on Drew Brees. <laughs> Ouch. I like what Reggie White did to quarterbacks. Crush them with a, with one quarterbacking exception. We're on to my next best friend, Ron Borges, with this question. The Denver Broncos built the league's best defense this year with the help of free agency, adding starters like T.J. Ward, Akeem Tlaib, and DeMarcus Ware through free agency. So, Ron, why do so many people tell us to beware of it? Well, because there's always an outlier out there, and, and this particular Bronco team is it. But generally, it's just not the way to go. For every example like Denver's, you can find uh, 10 in the other direction, and that's just looking at the Redskins. You know, in, in, in general, teams pay too much for these players. They, they're not as productive as they expect. Many times they're old. Uh, some of them get fat and happy, and a lot of them are in their third contract and fading. Uh, there are just not many guys like Kevin Green who kept producing late into his career as he went from, from team to team. Most of them fade out, cost the team, uh, it costs them their future and their present. So it just doesn't work. Rick, 30 seconds of challenge. I would agree with my esteemed colleague because for every really? Akib Talib, there are three Byron Maxwells, Brandon Browners, and Brandon Cars. For every DeMarcus Ware, there are three Lamar Houstons, Michael Johnsons, and Jason Hatchers. And for every TJ Ward, there are three Jarius Birds, Deshaun Goldson, and Raheem Moore. It's not about throwing money at players to sign them, it's about signing the right players. Have a GM that knows what a player looks like. John Elway obviously knows what a player looks like. Ron, I'd ask you to close here, but I don't know that you need to after what Goose just said. No, he slammed the door, doesn't he? But, you know, it's really one thing that's really simple about this. I think a lot of teams mistake where they are and convince themselves, oh, we only need one or two players. When when most of the guys spending tons of money need 10 or 12 players and they can't afford them because they give Endomic and Sue enough money to buy his own railroad. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Monopoly money. <laughs> uh, Goose, I'm not going to ask you about buying a railroad, but I got one more question for you. This is for Rick Goslin. What is rule number one of free agency? You've been around this game a long time. What is rule number one that we should all pay attention to? Don't sign a player in the first week. That's when all the crazy money goes. Wait till the second week. Wow, that was quick. Ron, you can That's challenge that. Good. You got 30 seconds. Pretty good. We should we should jot that down. Rick's rule number one. <laughs> Don't sign a player. Well, he's right. You know, I mean, that's where the mistakes get made. Look at Malik Jackson. You know, he just got, like, funny money. Look, he's a good player. But please, he's not that good a player. I mean, you know, same thing happened with pork, pork chop or pork roast or, you know, steaks over glass or whatever it was last year. Night and, you know, where's he been since? Can't even find the guy. Steaks over glass, Rick. You want to close there? <laughs> you got Michael Jackson money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, we're about a minute away from closing here, guys, so I'll give each one of you, uh, let's say, 30 seconds to close. Goose, you want to make a closing statement here on free agency? Uh, every time you blow a draft pick, you have to over pay in free agency to compensate so bottom line football is draft well keep your players and you don't have to go spend crazy money in free agency ron you got a chance to make a closing statement here and you can pontificate because goose went under 30 seconds wow free agency is like that girl across the room at 2 a.m you know, <laughs> she looks a lot better at 2 a.m than she looks the next morning at 7 a.m and <laughs> that's what happens to these guys you know they they go blind they, all they see is the upside. They don't see the warts. Uh, they don't want to see the warts. Uh, and it invariably comes back to well, to bite them. And number two, most guys can't justify the money because the money is ludicrous. It's not even their fault. <laughs> that puts a period and exclamation point on that. Thank you, Ron Borges. Uh, speaking of free agency, we have one of the best coming up, and there are no warts on this guy. I'm talking about former linebacker. Ken Norton, who won two Super Bowls with Dallas before switching sides and joining San Francisco. Jeez, just the same year I was there. It was great, 1994, and just in time for a third straight ring. He'll join us on the Talk of Fame Network right after this. I moved to Boston when I was two. There was 14 of us in, in a four-bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually, kid to buy a house in my family. I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. 
Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra-long, but still two-for-five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new Extra Long Fish Sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're brought to you, of course, also by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. As an entrepreneur... You're always on the go, so turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. And our next guest is one of the rare free agent success stories, a player who played to the level of the money for the duration of the contract. Ken Norton Jr. of the Dallas Cowboys after winning back-to-back Super Bowls in 1992 and 93, signing a five-year, $8 million contract with the San Francisco 49ers. He then became the first and only player ever to win three consecutive Super Bowls as well as a leading tackler on all three of those teams and one of my favorite interviews in that 49ers locker room. Now Ken is an assistant coach with the Raiders, trying to bring another Lombardi trophy back to the Bay Area. And Ken, thanks so much for being here. Great to talk to you. Thank you. I'm really honored that you guys have me on. Thanks for having me. Kenny, so when you're out socially, which of the three Super Bowl rings do you wear? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this might be kind of strange to you, but out socially, I don't wear any of them physically. But mentally, I have them all on. <laughs> so, they're on so they're on mentally. Every, t- every time you look at me, oh, that's the guy with the three Super Bowl rings. So they're all on. But physically, you won't see them. Do you ever wear them? Uh, very rarely. Me- uh, physically. But mentally, I wear them all the time, if, 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 if that makes sense to you. Sure. You won back-to-back Super Bowls with the Cowboys and uh, were rewarded with your first Pro Bowl invitation in 93. And So I'm wondering, how difficult was it in 1994 to leave such a young team with such a a promising future. A lot of people thought they were going to keep winning Super Bowls forever. Right. Well, emotionally it was tough because, uh, you know, our early year Dallas teams, we went through so much with the losing seasons and then all of a sudden having the ability to turn around into winning season. The guys were really close, really close-knit. We spent a lot of time in the offseason and the workouts. And, you know, the way Jimmy Johnson worked us, you couldn't help but become close. So emotionally it was uh, really tough to leave because what we have built there together – but then financially, you know, I became a father and a husband, you know, it becomes different. You want to own a house someday and you want to really take care of your family. So it, it really um, financially becomes a no-brainer. Well, we're with former linebacker and now assistant 
Oakland Raiders coach, Ken Norton. That sounds pretty good, Ken. Assistant coach. That's pretty good. Uh, and don't Thank look for you. those Super Bowl rings. Don't look for those rings because he's not wearing them. But mentally he is. And, and, Ken, I want to take you back that 94 NFC title game. It was a great game against the Cowboys, you and the 49ers. But did that game seem strange to you? I mean, it was the third consecutive year the Cowboys and 49ers had met for the conference title. It really was, as Carmen right. said afterwards, really was the Super Bowl. But this time you were wearing a different uniform. You were wearing the red instead of the blue. Was that weird for you? Well, I don't know if it was weird. It was just, uh, you know, I played against, you know, it's almost playing against your, your friends, your best friends and your and your brothers that you've really grown up with in this game of football. Uh, you know, I, I had a whole season to really get over the weirdness of it, uh, being playing in different colors. But, you know, seeing, you know, Emma Smith and Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman, all the guys that you would, uh, you know, built, uh, help build the Cowboys with, sent them on the other side of the ball. It became more personal. It became a really personal competition to see who's really the best, who's going to get that third Super Bowl. So I know they didn't want me to get it. I didn't want them to get it. So it became a really good competition. And uh, it was, uh, you know, those days was the good old days of, you know, old school football. Right. I'll tell you, you played on some really great teams those three years. What's the best team you ever played on? The one that wins. <laughs> there you go. I mean, each year, each year, uh, each year is a different story. You can't really say this team is better or that team is better. Every year has a different story about the adversity you go through, the injuries you overcome, the way the team really comes together at certain times of the season. So every year, you know, early Dallas years, you know, we were overcoming, you know, Emmett, uh, you know, on his holdouts, getting Charles Haley on our team. Uh, you know, really turning the whole thing around from a losing team to a winning team and really coming together to be the, you know, really good, tough, solid, young team that's the best team in in the league. And then all of a sudden going over to San Francisco, a team that's that's been already well-established. It was at the beginning of free agency. A lot of different free agents came over with me, uh, Deion Sanders and Ricky Jackson. and There were a lot of different free agents that we all went over to San Francisco to really keep that standard of play up. So, all the teams are really good, but each one had a different story that uh, made it made special that season. Now you played with some of the greatest players ever, the all-time leading rusher, Emmitt Smith, the all-time leading receiver, and Jerry Rice, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Aikman and Steve Young, two Hall of Fame receivers, Rice and Irvin, and what many regard as the best offensive line of, uh, of the generation, the Cowboys' offensive line. Can we assume that the best competition of your career really came on the practice field and not necessarily in the games? <laughs> I can tell you uh, we had some battles on the practice field, uh, especially in, in our Dallas years because, you know, Jimmy Johnson really had us in padded practices. We were scrimmaging every single day. We had some really, really uh, heated heated battles. So you really became a really tough football player. You could – you could learn a lot about yourself and your teammates and what you're made of and what type of team you have early on in those days because uh, the, the physicality and uh, the toughness was very much a part of the makeup of every football player on those teams that we had. So, yes, we we learned a lot from each other. And, you know, we, did, we didn't know that these players we were playing with were a Hall of Fame and some of the best players at the time. We didn't know how it was going to end up, but at the time, uh, you knew there was a highly competitive uh, group of guys. We're talking with former linebacker and now Oakland assistant Ken Norton on the Talk of Fame Network. And Ken, you must be running for office. I never would have in 1994 let you get away with that <coughs> answer. The team that wins, pick one of those three teams. <laughs> you never would have gotten away from We both aged. Hey, uh, listen, you made 24 <laughs> tackles in those three Super Bowls. 24. 
Can you tell us about your one fumble recovery? Yes, a fumble recovery and took back for the touchdown. It happened to be at uh, at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, which happened to be my college, you know, my college uh, uh, home home team uh, field. Uh, it was exciting. I mean, just being able to uh, play as hard as we did against that Buffalo team. Uh, the defense was having one heck of a day. I think we had nine turnovers on all that, that day. Uh, great job of our pass rush. Knocked the ball loose. The ball's uh, rolling on, on the ground. And we spent so much time learning how to scoop and score, putting your knuckles on the grass, bending your knees. And all that time that uh, we spent, you never know when it's going to really happen for you to really put it to use. I was able to scoop it up, score it, and run it for the touchdown, and it's a moment that uh, that, I, that I'll never forget. Kenny, I was there back in 1990. Tell our young listeners the difference between a Jimmy Johnson training camp and that heat <laughs> in Austin in any training camp 2016. Oh, my goodness. They they would never believe me. I tell stories to uh, my players these days about the way the training camps were, the way Jimmy Johnson's pushed us. Uh, we had Sometimes we had eight scrimmages consecutive days. We'd fly in Houston. Who'd come in? The Raiders would come in. The Chargers would come in. Uh, the padded practices were back-to-back. You know, nowadays you can't have back-to-back padded practices. And uh, there were fights. Remember the Danny Noonan fight? He hit, I think he hit... Uh, Nate Newton in the head with a with a helmet. I mean, it was just it was melee offense versus the defense. I mean, it was it was just all out wars, and that's the way the team. That's the way we we just knew how to play. We just you just found out. You knew once you got a guy on the field. If you weren't sure the type of player he was, you just get him to the field, and we'll see. We'll find out if he's tough or not. Nowadays. You know, there's there's no this this there's walkthroughs. There's no contact. There's no scrimmages. If you're not a tough guy, you can hide in this league for a few years before they find out. <laughs> in Jimmy Johnson's days, you can't find that out. <laughs> hey, Ken, thanks for the time, and best of luck getting one for the thumb. You got one with Seattle, two with Dallas, and one with the 49ers. Best of luck in another one. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Really good to hear you guys' voices again. Takes me back to the good old days. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Ken. Thanks, Ken. That was Oakland assistant Ken Norton, Jr. Up next, another free agent success story, Simeon Rice. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to understand this whole dating app thing. You're supposed to swipe right for the profiles you're into and left for the ones you're not. So if I'm attracted to a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain at Motel 6, I'd swipe right, right? Or was it left? Wait, I just sent myself a picture of myself. 6-3? Yeah, right. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. There it is. The sound you've been waiting for all week. During the endless commutes and double shifts, part of your mind was always here. Saturday morning, working on the old pickup. Advanced Auto Parts understands this itch. It's why we created Speed Perks, the best and simplest rewards program out there. Spend 100 get 20 bucks off your next qualified purchase of $40 or more. Advance. 
Auto Parts. Let's get you back to the garage. Sign up in-store or advanceautoparts.com. See store for details. QL1, does Rocket Mortgage require me to fill out a bunch of paperwork? Negative control. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that quickly imports your financial data. You can go through the entire mortgage approval process in minutes. That is fast, like rocket fast. It also works on any internet-ready device, so you can get a Rocket Mortgage at any time or place you choose. Over. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. So within minutes... You can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Simeon Rice was not only one of the best pass rushers of his era, but he was one of the best free agent signings in NFL history. He left Arizona in 2001 and signed a five-year, $34 million contract with the Tampa Bay Bucks and earned every penny of it. Not only did he put up double-digit sacks five straight seasons, he was considered the final piece of the puzzle that made the Bucks one of the NFL's most feared defenses and a Super Bowl champion. Now he's on the Hall of Fame radar with his 122 career sacks, ranking 17th all-time, and his 12 and a half sacks in 1996, his rookie season, a rookie record at the time. More importantly, he's here with us. Simeon, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Simeon, you know, many free agents who sign these big contracts, like guys are, are appearing to do today or, uh, and this week, uh, they never quite live up to it. You more than did. And I'm just wondering, at the time, did you feel a lot of pressure to sort of almost increase your production uh, to sort of prove you were worth the money, or, or did you look at it differently? No, it was never about the money for me. Uh, coming in the league, came in the league, highly talented, playing in Arizona, you know, I had uh, posted so many, you know, had so many really, really impactful years, but they weren't really uh, contributing to, to championships and playoffs. We went to one playoffs, and I think that was the first time we went to playoffs in 50 years. Every defense I've ever played on, you know, I was able to, to uh, with my surgeons, take them to number one, you know, ever since high school. You know, we, when I was in Arizona, we had the number one D-line. But we weren't, uh, we weren't really just taking over games like I knew we could. So one playoff game, uh, I was watching – Tampa played uh, the Redskins. They made a big play against Washington, went on and lost their NFC championship against the Rams. And I, when I was watching that game, I was like, wow, they, if I was on that team, we would have won. So free agency comes up. I meet uh, uh, Rob Marinelli at, at the Pro Bowl. Uh, after practice, for the Pro Bowl practice, they're pretty easy. But he had me doing all these little, little foot drills and showing my quickness, and he was just so – overwhelmed with my uh, talent and work ethic. And he said, you know, a free agency, we, we would try to come get you. You know, when that came up, here I am, you know, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I knew and I went there specifically to play with Warren Sapp in that defense because I felt like a three technique could really help my ability and, uh, and what I was able to do in terms of pushing the pocket because even though I had double sex seasons, I didn't have a uh, uh, my, I'll have 16 sacks man, in, for Arizona, and the next person next to me, I have like four. So I'm like, <laughs> just imagine I had like 
someone that can play at the same height I was playing with. And, and, you know, I looked at it like we were like the Michael Jordan and the Magic Johnson football, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I felt like, you know, there was no one going to out-compete me and out-work me and put that on a, a, a defensive line that had a great defensive player like Warren Sapp and we were going to be able to uh, win a championship. On the phone when I was talking to Rich McKay, I told him, I said, you bring me down to Tampa. Within one or two years, you're going to win the Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl, we hugged. And he said, wow, you kept your promise. So, I mean, you were joining a defense that was already one of the best in the NFL. How did you go about fitting in with the established guys, Sapp and Brooks and Lynch? Well, you know, I, you know, when you get all these alphas, you know, I was where I was. Or it was really just going down there and just committing myself to greatness. I'm like, this is, you know, they have a level that they play at. I have a level which I play at. And I just felt like, really, I should have been playing there my whole career, to be honest. And I was like, these guys are tough for my claw. We work hard at practice. We compete together. We play like brothers on the field. And we hold each other accountable. Really, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't about fitting in. It was just about going down there and really taking over and showing uh, showing the world what I can do on the national platform. You know, I was doing what I was doing in Arizona. But, again, I didn't have the, the horses with me to compete at that level. You know, you got to think, in the first five years, I first five years of me playing, I was the fastest to uh, 50 sacks at that point in time. So I'm thinking in my head, like, wow, just imagine if I played with a team that, that, that brought the surge that I brought. And then I did. I had a defense like that, and we didn't look back. We're with former star pass rusher Simeon Rice on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Simeon, you did show the world what you could do on a national platform. When you retired, you were 12th in career sacks. And you're still inside the top 29 years later. Now, I know Warren Sapp, whom we've mentioned here, has said you belong in the hall. And he, Derek Brooks and Tony Dungy, of course, are already there. And John Lynch is close to there. He's been a finalist at the hall the last few years. Right. Question. Do you feel you've been ignored by the voters? I was, I was literally, I was gassed. I was blown away because, I mean, you come in the league, a rookie league, a sixteen and a half sacks in Arizona. Uh, every D line I was on was number one from high school, from college. I mean, well, I was an outside linebacker considered in college, but every defense that I've ever played on, I took to the number one defense in the NFL, in the top defense. You know, even in Arizona, we still had one of the top defenses for me as well on that team. You know, and I, I was able to help usher a team into a playoff that didn't have a playoff bid in 50 years, beating Dallas. I felt, I, I really felt my reputation proceeded. Well, it did when I played, you know, and I know it, but, you know, when it came down to it, and I'll never forget when I was playing, when a, a committee came down to visit Warren when we was playing with Tampa, and he said, I think he told some of the committees that went down and said, wow, you know what I mean with Simeon? And they said, he said they laughed and said, but what? And he was like, his numbers. They couldn't believe my numbers at the time. I mean, you know, given the fact, I mean, it's been like that my, my whole career, too, though. I've always been, I, for, for whatever reason, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I have no idea. But it's Is it, something it, that I just kind of, like, dealt with and lived with. And, you know, I mean, I, I know I was a Hall of Fame player, you know, if I could do it all over again and if I could have a career like myself, I would. I know I ushered into a whole other uh, level of defense in terms of the Jason Taylors, Devon Curses, White Greenies, all those hybrid fast speed 
guys that was I was the first one. So, and then that that was the mode, you know, and they, and they looked for those guys after that. Even now to uh, the guy the kid that's in the league now that plays with uh, the Texans. Get his name. Well, he hasn't had an impact yet. Not him. Not him. The one that hasn't had an impact yet. Jadavion oh, Clowney. Oh, Clowney, right. Yeah, yeah, right. that kid. Yeah, yeah, that kid. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I, when I look back and, and I talk to Rob Marinelli and he says to me, I, you know, and he told me, you know, you're the best this league has ever seen and, and your impact. And he thanked me for helping him get the job and, uh, with Detroit uh, Lions as the head coach. And he said, you know, I'll be alive in every defensive line room that he'll ever have. And I get guys when I walk around and they say, we watch his face, we learn from you. I understand my impact and you know, what it was in the NFL. Uh, Simeon, we got about 90 seconds. I just wanted to jump over to your post-career uh, efforts as a – you went to the New York Film Academy. Uh, you began to write screenplays, I believe, last uh, summer. Your first full-length film came out, Unsullied, which you wrote and directed. Uh, how did that uh, interest start, and, and uh, what's more difficult, uh, writing and producing a film or crushing a quarterback? Uh, they, I mean, the worlds are different. You know, what I mean, one is one is creativity, one is creativity, and a lot of thinking things through. And it's not as physical, obviously, but uh, I think that they're two different realms with two different flavors of uh, complications. But I have a respect for both. You know, completing a, a major film and, and being able to uh, pull and rally a bunch of people together to do a task—that that, that's a lot be able to uh, go out and pass rush. I mean, that, you got to be born with it. So, uh, you know, I, I respect both both artistry at, at, their, at their best. Simeon, we respect you for calling into us. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with everything. Hey, thanks a lot, fellas. Give me the votes next year. Come on, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Simeon. That was former pass rusher Simeon Rice. Up next, we're talking Calvin Johnson, retirement, and Canton. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3 ever. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. This is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. I'm always hearing from business owners who just can't get the money they need to grow. It's time for funding to catch up to the 21st century. It's time for Cabbage. Fill out the application online and you'll get a decision in minutes and could have access to a line of credit of up to $100,000. No waiting, no hassle. 
Cabbage is the real deal, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and twice a Forbes Top 100 company. So go to Cabbage.com. That's Cabbage with a K, K-A-B-B-A-G-E, or call 888-CABBAGE. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra long, but still two for five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Bang your ass in the face. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by our winner. That's MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go, right, Ron? Ron, you're an yes. entrepreneur. You're okay, always on the go. I am an entrepreneur. I am you're, you're, always on the go. And you're fact, on I'm your way to, tra- right now. <laughs> to training camp, right? Yes, I am. A little spring training and then a little NFL owners meeting. Well, Ron, I got a suggestion for you. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a Good local idea. or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, Ron, go to grasshopper.com. I will. We started this show by talking about the end of Peyton Manning's career, so I guess it's only appropriate that we end it with yet another retirement. This one coming from Detroit's Calvin Johnson, who earlier this week said I thought you were going to tell us you were leaving. That would have been a really good way to end the show. Yeah, that that would be a shocker, (laughs) wouldn't it? Um, But anyway, Calvin Johnson earlier this week said he was through playing at the age of 30. I think I was through at the age of 32, Ron. But uh, Goose, uh, that's another Detroit star walking away at 30, and um, I know the guy I'm talking about earlier that uh, walked away at the age of 30, you would know because you're from that Detroit area, it's Barry Sanders. He never returned. Now, Calvin Johnson sure sounded like someone who was ready to pack it in when he announced his retirement. So do you believe that we've seen the last of him, just like Barry Sanders? Yeah, I do. You know, Detroit last won an NFL title in 1957. They last won a playoff game in 1991. The lack of success just tends to beat down the great players. They gave it their all, and there's nothing at the end for them. Like you said, Barry Sanders walked at 30, now Johnson walks at 30. You know, both these guys left considerable amount of money on the table to leave the game. And, and I think, you know, Calvin Johnson has been came out of Georgia Tech, bright kid. I think he's done well with his money. He doesn't need football. And, you know, he, he's at the point now where he's, his number is going to start, he's gonna, his career is going to start descending. I think he's gone. Ron, I see you shaking your head over there. Uh, you're oh, yeah. not so sure. No, I look. How many times did we? The, you know, some of these guys. You know, they retire more often than Roberto Duran. Oh, I don't feel good. I'm. Look, Goose may be right. It happens occasionally. You know, with the Barry Sanders. Well, but Barry Sanders is always the kind of different kind of guy. You know, like he never called himself uh, Plasticides. You know, Megatron or whoever, Superman. You know, he was just like a great football player. Uh, I think this guy's going to have a hard time living without all the stuff that comes with that sort of Megatron mentality. You know, like right now, I'm sure he's ground down, but I think he did go to Georgia Tech. He is a smart guy, and I think he knows how to try to shoot his way out of town, which is to say I'm leaving town. Well, Ron, just to follow on that, uh, I remember Carson Palmer saying something along the same lines years ago, but it was to force a trade out of Cincinnati, which, of course, he got. Now, I know it sounds as if 
Megatron is sincere and that he's, as he said, quote unquote, at peace with it, unquote. But Goose, can we be sure that this isn't a ploy to force a trade to a contender? I mean, after all, he said his biggest regret was that he didn't bring a championship to Detroit. Can we be sure? Why don't you ask Calvin Johnson that? I, I, I don't know. Well, we'll get, get him, him on, on the line. He's your guy, Mr. Derek. Jeez, I'm supposed to answer that. Are we well, sure? I mean, how can we be sure? You can't get Calvin Johnson on the phone. What am I going to say? Yeah, we can't. Sure. We can't. I, I, I just we, told you. I just told you. I thought he's retired. Ryan said he doesn't. So how, what am I supposed to come back? We with? can't get Terrell Owens on the phone. We listen. We asked Terrell Owens to get on here after what Marvin Harrison said last week. We couldn't get him on anyway. Uh, well, let's say he does retire, Ron. Let's say we never see him in uniform again. I'll Does Calvin Johnson wind up in Canton? Look, maybe, you know, he was uh, one of the leading receivers of his era, that's for sure. Uh, I don't think he was quite the uh, game-changing, uh, The nothing was ever like it was until he showed up that some people are going to try to uh, portray him as. Uh, you know, he was a very good player on a, ve- on a very bad team. So I would hope that he gets in, you know, but you put his numbers up with Herman Moore's numbers, you know, who was also a great Detroit receiver, and they're not all that vastly different. So... We'll see. Goose, Goose, does he get in? They, um, I think he's got a good chance. He did things that very few receivers in the history of football have done. So you like his chances of getting it again? I think eventually he gets in. That's the two-minute warning. Well, that is our two-minute warning. It means our show is now pulling, what else? A Calvin Johnson and coming to an end. So, Ron, start your engine. Goose and I are ready for your two-minute drill, and so is, yeah, the quick whistle. Yeah, here we go. Is Oakland finally attractive again to free agents? My good friend Kalechi Osemele says, yeah, it is. Success attracts players. The Raiders are on the verge of being successful with a quality young quarterback in place. Goose, where does your old pal Greg Hardy end up? I'll answer that first. On the arm of a Kardashian. New England with Bill and Ron. Oh, God, please no. Oh, jeez, let's hope not. I'm going to join Megatron if that happens. <laughs> Whose farewell speech was the most memorable? Peyton Manning's, General Douglas MacArthur's, or Richard Nixon? Lou Gehrig. I'm a big fan of brevity. I'll go with Nixon. Yeah, I quit. That was a good one. Seven-time Pro Bowler Logan Mankins also retired Monday. Did anybody notice? Nope. But Ron, isn't that what happens when you're a mannequin? Jameis Winston noticed. If Sam Bradford's worth $18 million a year and Kirk Cousins is worth $19.9 million, what's Tom Brady worth? One dollar more than Roger Goodell. According to NFL pay salary cap figures, $9 million. Your top three free agents this year are? Any three offensive linemen who can keep pass rushers off, Tom Brady. Eric Weddle, Alex Mack, Russell Okung. A Falcons assistant coach asked Eli Apple about his sexual preference at the combine. Legit inquiry or inappropriate probing? What? Ron, is this a trick question? I mean, <laughs> Eli shouldn't be coming. He should be going. He should be fired. And the Falcons, they should be penalized. Just trying to get the player off his prepared interview script. That's all. Really? He succeeded. Ravens long snapper Morgan Cox just signed a five-year contract. Did you ever, I say ever, think you'd see the day a long snapper would get a long-term contract. Nope, I did not. But then again, I never thought I'd see Lady Mary Crawley become Remary Crawley. Ooh. The Ravens had the NFL's best special teams and a head coach with kicking game genes, so it's no surprise to this reporter. Wide receiver Wendell Williams of the University of the Cumberlands ran a hand-time 4.1940 at a regional combine. Do those scouts need a new stopwatch? No. The guy was driving a Lotus. 
I once timed Alexander Wright in a 401840 at the Cowboys minicamp. My watch and my hand were just fine. Goose will know the answer to this next one. Where in the hell is the University of the Cumberlands? <laughs> England, Scotland, or Wales? I don't know, but when you find out, Ron, I've got a re-entry shield to send them. I'm guessing, Ron, somewhere in the Cumberland Mountains. We want to thank Ken Norton, Jeff Saturday, Simeon Rice, and Bob Kravitz for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. We would like to hear this or any podcast. Just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. Find us on iTunes or dial us up on your podcast app, typing in Talk of Fame Network. It's so easy, even Ron can do it. Otherwise, easy. you can catch us at this time and at this place next week. We'll look for you then. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, Tom Bodette, somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. Control, do you like mortgages? Negative, over. Do you like rockets? Affirmative, over. Do you like rocket mortgages? I'm listening, over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm. And bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3 ever. Do you freak out every time you break out? Try Proactive. There's a huge reason Proactive is the number one acne treatment. It totally works. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944.